0: Hey, welcome to the Impact Podcast by Youthtopia. Join me in meeting the youth of Singapore who are making a positive impact to the world around them. So our guest for today's episode is Joshua Fong. So Joshua first started out his volunteering journey with Bantu, which sought to bring technological solutions to the social sector. He now works with the National Volunteer and Philanthropy Centre in the Company of Good, which aims to make... Doing Good, The Norm Within Businesses. Hi Joshua, thanks for joining us on today's episode. Let's start off with a brief introduction from you.
1: Hi, uh, Hi, Nicole. Um, so, hi everyone, my name is Joshua. Uh, as Nicole shared, I am working at NVPC, uh, uh, also National Volunteer and Philan- Philanthropy Centre. I think more, more in terms of myself, I'm someone definitely very interested in the social impact space, which is why I am at, the company of good. Myself, I think definitely uh, interested in um, solving social issues, uh, interested in SDGs, interested in uh, elevating people from various communities out of their predicaments and seeing how we can uh, make a better world for them.
0: Tell me a bit about how you first got into this space, like your journey, starting out with like volunteering and like being interested in like social issues and causes.
1: Mm. So, a lot of people my thing that i started out well you know since young i've been volunteering i've been doing a lot of like philanthropy and work by the side uh, definitely not the case for me mm. uh it's it was definitely where i was it's it's actually more where i was actually mm. uh rather than uh what i was doing mm. um i think previously mentioned i was Uh, I started my journey with Bantu. Mm. Uh, But where I started Bantu was actually when I was in the States. So I was privileged enough to be on a school program that allowed me to intern in New York City for a year. Cool. And it was really there that really opened my eye to this whole idea of, wow, there are really vulnerable communities right there Mm. uh, that really need help. And I mean, in Singapore, we are often very comfortable with, you know, government handouts and whatnot. But these are communities that, don't have that. They don't have, you know, uh, good public infrastructures. Uh, they face a lot of cultural and social back. Uh, uh, social resistance. Uh, I mean, just think of the African-American community. Mm. Uh, you think of uh, gender disparities between men and women. Uh, you think about the issue of homelessness. Uh, so these were things that really stood out to me while I was there. And and it really juxtaposed against where I was working at, which was in a tech company. Mm. Uh, you know, the nature of my company is that I'm serving rich people <laughs> through my technology. So yeah, in a city where you think it's one of the richest in the world, mm. and yet there's still poverty. There's still a lot of brokenness. Uh, that really led me to start Involving myself because I like to ask questions. I'm an economist at heart. I think I think why why are the resources not going there, and that's where I started involving myself in, uh, church-based volunteerism, uh, in the states, uh, like things like soup kitchens, which are very new to me. Um,
0: Soup kitchens. Yeah,
1: soup kitchens. Soup kitchens. The okay. Soup. soup. Okay. okay. Soup kitchens. Yeah. So
0: essentially, like where they give food for. <laughs> yeah,
1: they they make uh hot meals for mm. people. Okay. Uh, pantries as well where like, you give out groceries to people too. Uh, yeah, just a lot of these things started opening my eyes to how can we then bring resources from those who have to those who don't have them. Mm. Yeah.
0: Mm. It's interesting because I mean, you mentioned that you know New York City is one of the richest countries in the world, richest cities in the world, yes. sorry. And, yeah. But the, you don't really see that kind of disparity in Singapore. I guess it's less obvious. Mm-hmm. So what did you do in like the local community? How do you apply like some of the stuff that you learned um, overseas in Singapore then?
1: Mm. Um, so what really inspired me to continue that journey was... Uh, Something that this mentor of mine uh, shared with me. Uh, So this mentor was, he's an African-American. And he shared that actually the greatest impact you can create is not somewhere far away. You know, Mm -hmm. you're Singaporean, but you're going to go back home after a few months. How can you create change in your own communities? And there are always needs. Personally, for myself, I always struggled with the whole idea of, wow, Singapore, everything's solved already. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I never thought of it as, I, that, that it was something I need to intervene in. So, I really went came back to Singapore and really kind of unpacked what he said. And you realise that actually there are still a lot of needs here. Uh, needs such as uh, for example, migrant workers uh, to definitely uh, marginalise in, uh, in many areas. Uh, the elderly, I mean with an ageing population, there's more than just uh, health issues when you think about. Uh, it's about social exclusion, it's about access to uh, digital technologies. And Definitely environmental issues, mental health issues. Yes, there's a lot of things that you can unpack once you actually start involving yourself in the space. And so, yeah, I, I've I've really just been toying around. I can't say that mm. I I've latched on to one specific cause. Mm. Um, but I'm still exploring the space.
0: Mm, I'm interested in kind of unpacking that journey with you, right? Because you mm-hmm. said that uh, and you, you have a history with Bantu and stuff like that. So yep. I want to know, can you like break it down for me? How did you, um? what 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 were the things that you were doing at Bantu? And then how did you end up, you know, like where you are now? Because now what you do at um, Company of Good is that you help businesses incorporate good into their models, right? So bring me on that journey a bit, yeah.
1: Mm. I think what, I sort of chanced upon was, um, so when I was in New York, I was in the tech business and I was serving the rich. But then I kind of just thought to myself, you know what, why can't we just use our tech skills or just uh, technological capacity and, you know, service communities that actually need them more. And it, it, it was just an idea that, <laughs> that what if we use uh, business as a vehicle for doing good. And that was kind of how Bantu came about, the idea that, creating a tech platform and sustaining it through uh, the model of a business. So it was not a charity, it was a business, so that uh, we do not need donations to sustain the platform. And then scaling it, you know, because technology is really scalable. So it's really the whole idea of using a business that is self-sustainable and very scalable in terms of the social impact we want to create. And I didn't know it was called social enterprise, (laughs) but that that was what it was. So... uh, yeah, so so we came back to Singapore and when I started this social enterprise, I of course met a lot of charities, but I also had a chance to meet a lot of businesses as well. And mm. you see how they then approach doing good. Mm. Uh, you you might think that, you know, a lot of these big companies, they uh some of them when they do CSR is very cosmetic. Uh it's, yeah. Mm. It's it's not very transformative in the community. But then you, you when you really dive into the space, you realise uh, a lot of companies are trying to do good in many different ways. Some of them, there's, you know, they start doing good with people external to the committees. Um, but there are also a lot of companies that really start with the basic uh, notion of, you know, I'm going to treat my employees well. I'm going to treat my stakeholders well. And that is also doing good. And yeah, so now I'm in a company of good, you really see a lot of different facets of this.
0: Mm, I guess that quite naturally leads to my question on... You know, we just talked about how like CSR can sometimes be not as transformative as the company might like it to be, right? So, where does company of good like kind of help in that regard? Like, how do you guys um make business or help businesses do good? What does that look like?
1: Mm. So, doing good is a huge spectrum, mm. and uh, the fact is there are still a lot of companies who are still not really you know very conscious about trying to do good through their business. So we we have those. We start with that. Uh, those who uh, just want to start off with volunteering and philanthropy, just the very basic, very straightforward uh, mechanisms of how a company can give back. Uh, and then you see companies who are a little more mature and they want to do good a little more sustainably. Mm. And so what they do is, I, I, I think of them as middle of the pack. Uh, these guys, they start thinking about how they can transform their hiring practices to be mm. more inclusive uh, to people with disabilities, or how can they transform their HR practices to be more aware of uh some of the some of the needs that their employees might might be facing? So for example, could be things like um you know more traditional means like uh taking care of their parents, you know like uh, aging. And I mean, aging is a real problem in Singapore, right? Uh, but then you have the more progressive ones that think about you know LGBT issues mm-hmm. and whatnot. And so, so you know. Because we are independent, uh, we really have a lot of liberty to uh, allow them to pursue whatever cost they want. And then you have those who are, I would think, are uh, really uh, leading the pack in the sense that mm. uh, the way that they do good is sometimes even to the extent that it, it might hurt, inverted commas, uh, the the business. Mm. Uh, it might hurt their capital, but they still insist on it because. Uh, they believe that this is the way forward. This is what consumers want. This is what shareholders want. Mm. Uh, it's they really can impact yeah, them in the longer. Exactly. So, for example, you have uh, like um, ING and uh, big banks, uh, stand chart who uh, make a very conscious effort to uh. Die- divest from uh, divest from coal, from uh, non-environmentally uh, friendly uh, sources, uh, unethical supply chains. These are all, you know, very, very in-depth approaches to, going to uh, doing good.
0: Yeah. Mm. So I'm very curious, like how does, like on your end, does that look like? Does it mean that you help a company implement like processes or or like measure what kind of impact it might have if they take on like a certain cost for instance
1: mm. okay so uh we are not a rating company mm. so there there are a lot of uh, rating agencies out there you know that helps to measure uh, uh, what we call ESG environmental social and governance mm. uh so the ESG impact so what we do is actually more of trying trying to be a middleman mm. so MVPC we don't just work with corporates So we work with government, schools, different charities, uh, or what we call SSAs, just all the different stakeholders uh, in the community, and we try to bridge, you know, corporates to uh, non-profits, uh, governments with uh, ground-ups, you know. So being that middleman helps us to then accelerate whatever that they want to do. Yeah, so I I would say that's our main focus. And I think the second one is about advocacy. So it's really being out there. And, I mean, for a lot better, we are like the rah-rah men. <laughs> mm. So we got there and really just, just drive home the message that, you know, it's not just about volunteering or philanthropy. There's so many ways you can do good. So we uh, we really want to spread the message that you can do good in whatever capacity and uh, if you don't know how to, you can always approach us. Uh, we don't have all the answers, but we can always link you up to the people who know how to.
0: Mm. And in yeah. your experience, what are some of the challenges that you've heard from businesses when it comes to like incorporating operating good in their model
1: Mm. i think the most obvious one is when people think about bottom line Mm -hmm. but and yet um, during the covid season it was really inspiring when you see like actually the companies were the ones who were at the forefront of uh you know what yes our businesses might be hard hit uh, but we can use this to do good we can use the resources that you know we might have perhaps pumped into uh, the tourism industry or the travel industry and you know give it to us communities for even harder hit than us so the most painful thing for companies is not might not necessarily be the bottom line yeah i think it's really for me i the 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 mindset usually is uh, one of the hardest things to get across and also the means of trying to do good so Let's say, for example, I am a board member in a company. I'm not gonna say that doing good is bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say that if a company, if the CEO wants to, uh, start working on you know environmental cause, that's a bad thing. But what if there are other agendas that I, w- I would like to uh, pursue? Mm. So, and what if I believe that you know I'm 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 very traditional. I believe in you know not being too involved in the space. I believe in just volunteering and uh philanthropy. So it's I think it's more of a sense of how we do good, and less of why. I think everyone knows why we should, mm. but then, what role should the business play? Mm. Yeah.
0: Actually, mm. uh, that was gonna be my next question. I was gonna okay. ask like, <laughs> why? Why is it important for businesses? Because I think sometimes, I think the way maybe like a from an outsider perspective, right? People might see it as like they're doing it because like they know their consumers want to see it, but why is it like intrinsically important? I guess.
1: I see nothing wrong with the idea that just doing it because consumers want to see it, mm. because ultimately if consumers want it, then it's a uh, and you and you respond to that is a huge plus, right? It's for true the it's a good
0: outcome, right? It's yeah.
1: definitely a good outcome. So uh, I'm more than happy to see businesses that react in a certain way. Not, I mean, it, it's never going to be pure altruism mm. when you're working with businesses. Uh, and conversely, if there's no consumer demand. God, that there there will be very little push for companies to do good, mm. uh, for the ma- uh, vast majority of them. Mm. So, um, I think it's not just consumers. Actually, uh, there's definitely more push when it comes to uh, employees, when and uh, more push when it comes uh, when it's coming from uh, shareholders as well. So, I mean, uh, when you think about shareholder uh, capitalism, sometimes that's the a lot of people say that's the problem <laughs> with the reason why. A lot of companies uh, may not be interested in helping uh, you know committees that they, they might even actually be adversely affected by their business but increasingly you see uh, a lot of shareholders are pushing for you know what uh, i i'm not willing to uh, put my money in it's called the dollar voting right so i'm not i'm not willing to put my shares in unless uh, you comply with a certain um, you know standard so I mean, the most obvious one is, for example, like BlackRock. Now, they're saying, if you do not ensure that your your investments are clean, <laughs> then uh, we will not invest in you. Mm. So, yeah, we see a lot of different uh, pressures on the companies uh, today. Intrinsically, I believe also as uh, more and more of these people, so employees, right? Uh, enter the company, they also start to transform the culture. Mm. And so uh, they bring in uh, their own beliefs that, you know, a business can be a vehicle, uh, more than just a vehicle for profit. Mm. And so, uh, with that sentiment, then of course, if you allow the culture to be built around these people, uh, then I believe businesses do gravitate towards doing good. Mm. Yeah. And in
0: your experience, like, is there like a trend that um, I guess like more companies are. Adopting like a certain kind of like social cause or like initiative over the years
1: Hmm. um I think not necessarily not necessarily a trend mm. uh it's more like a a change in narratives mm. um i i I think different companies still try to pursue whatever causes is most pertinent to them so i mean if I'm in the mm, you know uh tech industry then the whole idea of digital literacy is, you know, really up my alley. So you see a lot of tech companies who have been doing that for a long time are still doing that. Mm. Um, but I think it's more like how we approach it. Um, incre- I, I think since, you know, the SDGs were created uh, back in 2015, uh, we really managed to have a more common vocabulary uh, about uh you know, doing good is not just, you know, a feel good feeling, but it's about creating more sustainable business practices, more sustainable communities. And also, like, moving away from CSR to, you know, using words like uh, ESG. Mm. Uh, thinking about um what, what are some of the ways in which uh, we are championing uh, different sets of rights, you know, like, even the words rights might, <laughs> might be a bit sensitive sometimes in Singapore, but I think that's something that you see uh, more and more companies being Uh, more comfortable saying like we want to advocate the rights for this group or that group yeah Mm.
0: so if that what do you see for the future of businesses in Singapore to be like when it comes to like adopting good in their model
1: Um, I think it will be a model in which um, firstly firstly going back to my previous point uh, there are really many ways of doing good, and mm. I think with greater awareness, uh, b- more and more businesses will start to recognize that. Oh, actually, this is something I can do. It's very doable. So once they get over the mindset hurdle, um, then they will see they will they, w- they will find different ways within the companies to. It's really about making marginal change for greater effect. So let's just start with like very basic things, like making sure that your your female employees have proper maternity leave. You know, just something very very basic or making sure that, especially during this COVID season, uh, you ensure that uh your employees have uh, proper healthcare access. I, I think that's a great place to start. Like, you don't have to start doing good by helping the community. Just help people within your company. Mm-hmm. And then you start growing up from there. And you see that, yeah, uh, after a while, you, you, you end up doing a lot more than, hey, then you look back five years ago. Oh, I was just doing that, and then now I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I, th- I think that's that's how I see it. Mm. Yeah.
0: Small achievable steps. Very step.
1: small achievable mm. steps. Yeah.
0: Mm. Cool. I wanna kind of touch back um on you before we round out the episode. I'm very interested to know because you've been in this space for I would say quite a period of time. What keeps you motivated and you know what drives you to continue to be in this space?
1: Mm. I I hesitate to say that I'm like uh, a veteran or anything <laughs> in the space, uh. But I do I do think that in this short span of five years, uh, it's just I I I've I, I'm I'm very curious. Mm. I'm very curious about you know there are just so many different questions out there. And when I started, I wanted uh, my the question that I w- was posing is, uh, like how can we use technology to help the social sector, but. As I go deeper and deeper in the space, you think about oh uh, their processes, or you think about uh, how you know uh, disenfranchised communities uh, respond or respond to social uh, social aid. More and more questions start coming up and then you you know then you you crash into this whole idea of SDGs, and then yeah, like thirteen of so, no, sorry seventeen of them. There's so many different uh, ways in which so many different gaps in the world that you can really just dive into any of them and. And, and it could be your entire life, your <laughs> lifetime. So uh, I'm at a stage where I am uh, still very curious, uh, still very interested to find out, oh, uh, how do you solve the problem of, um, you know, um, unsustainable fisheries? How mm-hmm. do you solve the problem of, um, you know, uh, lack of education access? Um, and it's not just problems in Singapore, it's problems um, might not be even very far away from us. I mean, you know, within Southeast Asia you see issues right now, uh a lot of huge pollution problems in um, you know, Indonesia when we get a haze every year. I mean, there's just so many questions. Mm. Yeah. And so yeah, that that's that's what keeps me motivated.
0: Mm. Yeah. On that last note, I guess for anybody who's tuning in who's interested in this broad term of like doing good, or like me more specifically volunteering, do you have any tips or advice?
1: Hmm. Um I do believe that um, we can always aim higher. I believe that we all do want to do good. Um, and there are always people who are skeptical of uh, how we how we do approach it. So maybe instead of saying doing good, maybe like how do we create positive impact? Mm. And because now we are transforming the conversation to, okay, uh, you know, what's the outcome? What's the impact? And so... I do believe that there is definitely space for us to dive into just, I mean, definitely you want to start doing good somewhere, uh, but also question about why are we doing good? Mm. It's about questioning like, what, what are better ways to do, uh, to do good? I think I think a lot of uh, the narratives, a lot of the assumptions right now is definitely, you know, encourage people to do good. You you've been doing that through the education system here in Singapore, and a lot of government initiatives are trying to drive that. But if you reflect upon yourself, like what's one area uh, in which you want to create an impact in? Uh, it, maybe just start with something you know close to your heart. Uh, maybe start with your parents. Uh, perhaps your parents might have uh, certain health problems, and you might want to find out a little bit more, and use that as a springboard to uh, helping other people with uh, in similar circumstances. Or you might have a friend who is suffering from mental health mm. and let's just start with a friend uh, think about what's the best way you can uh, create uh, be, be be a friend to you know mm. to someone with uh, who struggling with mental health and then from there then become become a springboard for you know how can you create how can you ensure that other people have access to the same kind of help mm. so uh, starting small and thinking about creating real impact
0: mm. passing it on yep mm. cool so thanks a lot for sharing with us uh, about your story, Joshua. Um, if any of you tuning in are a business owner or manager that wants to incorporate doing good for the company, how can they reach you?
1: I mean, if you're a business, definitely uh, look up the Company of Good. So we have a website, companyofgood.sg. So um, you can sign up for an account, you can sign up for the newsletters, and um, that way we definitely know that you're interested. So we will, we will reach out to you from there. Come down for events and whatnot. But if you're a business that's interested in doing good, I don't think uh, there, there are many, many other platforms to do so as well. Maybe just start looking at what you know what SDGs are. Uh, you can definitely reach out to uh, many other good organizations out there that look at this. I think AVPN uh, does great work. Um, yeah, cool. yeah,
0: thanks, Joshua. Thank you. Thank
1: you, thanks, Nicole.
0: This show was brought to you by Youthtopia. This project showcases everyday Singaporeans that have made an impact in our society. Have someone in mind? Nominate that person at utopia.sg forward slash impact.